Do you ever feel like you are literally whirling down and down further into a state of horrible, useless feeling? What I call a self-doubt spiral. You end up at the bottom of this spiral with a sense of, I can't do it. I don't know why I'm bothering. I'm useless, uh, etc. Yes, I'm sure you've experienced that if you're human. But finding a way to hold on to the edge and pull yourself out before you get down to the bottom of that spiral would be useful, wouldn't it? So how about becoming aware of the triggers that send you down to the bottom of that spiral? Let's look at one of those triggers in this short episode, which is the environmental squasher trigger for self-doubt. Want to know what that is? It's a good tip, so stay tuned. This is Trisha Lewis. I'm the host of Unsquashed, and this is one of a series of short summer unsquashers. Enjoy. Environmental triggers? Well, you get that. You know that when you're in a lovely place, lovely surroundings, the chances are your mood is lifted up. But equally, you might be in quite a nice place and without realising it, something is going on in that environment, which is rather contrarily bringing your mood down. And this is where self-awareness comes in. Because once that feeling starts to infiltrate you, it's very easy for it to take over. And it has a sort of multiplying effect. Once you start feeling a bit bleh, then you're telling your brain that something's not right. Your brain is then reacting to your body, which is now going into a bit of a state. And on it goes. And that's how you start going down this spiral. And actually, when you're in a situation where you don't feel you should feel bad, it can almost be worse because you start getting cross with yourself for feeling like this. Yes, self-awareness is great. But this takes some work because say, for instance, in that lovely environment you're in, you're feeling this odd sense of there. You've got to really learn how to press a bit of a pause button and start to get quite forensic. I call it activating your detective mindset. You almost take a step out of your brain where all this inner chatter is getting a grip and consider what might be going on. Hmm, this doesn't make much sense, but something's happening. And then it might just be that you're looking at a view which reminds you of a view that you were looking at when some terrible argument happened. You might have recognised somebody on a nearby table that reminds you of your horrendous ex-partner. You might be unaware of it, but there might be some music playing in the background that you are picking up in a sort of emotional contagion way. Because we know what happens with music. We know music can make us cry, music can make us happy. It's very powerful. And so that's one of the things that could be triggering this self-doubt spiral. All of those environmental issues, your desk is a mess. The room 
is too dark. You haven't been outside for the whole day and had a bit of nature in your life. You know, they all are things you've got some control over generally, but being aware that that's what's going on, that's the big trick here. And you can only do this by practicing more and more of this self-awareness, press pause, stop, think about this, activate your detective mindset, take a step out of the inner chatter that has now got hold of the microphone big time and really get quite forensic. Mm, could it be this? Could it be that? Could it be this? So let me give you an example to illustrate. And this is very much an environmental self-doubt squasher trigger. And I found myself recently spiraling down to the very bottom of this horrible inner chatter filled spiral and almost at the bottom in a sort of pool of sludgy self-doubt mud and almost giving up on something which really I enjoy, climbing. I'm a relatively new indoor climber. I was trying out a route that I've done before successfully, although it's quite challenging. We'd been in the climbing center for about 15 minutes, done a few easy things, and then I started to do this one. I got a tiny way up really, and went into a state of I can't do it, and really got into that spiral, I can't do it, which rapidly then became, I can't ever really do this, I'm useless, why am I kidding myself, I can't climb, give up. I got lowered down again, and I was on the verge of tears, and I thought, this is ridiculous, what is going on? And then I used my detective mindset. And I thought, hang on, what music are they playing? And sure enough, it was a very depressing playlist. This climbing center always has music going and usually it's reasonably okay for me, not always my taste, but it's okay. But this I'd never heard before. This playlist was, we used to call it Leonard Cohen-esque because he was known for his rather depressing vibe. Yes, it was really dirgy depressing. And I was picking it up. My body was picking it up. My brain was picking it up. They were working mutually together to get me really riled up into a state of there. So we stopped. We had a coffee. I asked the very nice people if they could change the music. They agreed that they didn't even like it, didn't know why it had been put on, changed it to a wonderful 70s playlist. And I went back immediately to do that same route, whizzed up and was full of confidence and joy. It was simply a case of an environmental trigger. The thing is, we can so easily fall into that spiral and stay at the bottom for not just a few minutes, but possibly the whole day, a week, even longer because we don't really know why we're there in the first place, but we've spent so long sending signals to our brain and our brain sending signals to our body that it's because we're just useless or we're in danger or everything's wrong, that that just keeps on keeping us there. So learning how to use tactics to grab hold of the handrail, take a step back up 
and out and over the edge of that spiral is really, really useful because we can do some very self-sabotaging stuff when we're in that self-doubt, catastrophizing frame of mind. Let me read a couple of quotes to finish this short episode. These two quotes are by Ethan Cross and is from a book of his called Chatter, which I'll put a link to below. And it's from a book called Chatter, which I'll link round and about this video or podcast episode. So he says, when the inner voice runs amok and Chatter takes the mental microphone, our mind not only torments, but paralyzes us. So true. He also says, desire to have control over oneself is a strong human drive. Mm -hmm. Feeling out of control causes our chatter to spike and propels us to try to regain it, which is where turning to our physical environments becomes relevant. Yes, what is going on here? Let's get this whole thing back under some kind of control. I mean, we know people like control and especially before difficult and challenging challenges like uh, Nadal, his rituals he does around tennis and well, Marie Kondo, of course, has made a whole business out of us wanting to improve our environment and take control over it. Um, neighborhoods get redesigned and people feel better or people put a few pot plants indoors if they've not got much nature around them and they feel better so we do know that taking control over an environment has a strong effect on how we feel now obviously one can go too far with taking control but that's not for this episode Here's another couple of quotes, this time by Dr. Tim O'Brien, whose book is called Inner Story. Again, I'll put references. Focusing on losing means you are far more likely to pay attention to negative thoughts that will encourage your brain to search for negative feelings. You risk being emotionally hijacked by negativity and persistent self-doubt. Brain, body, brain, body, thoughts, feelings. Oh, and this quote from him. Thoughts and feelings love to get intimately acquainted with each other. I think that's a rather nice way of putting it. So, self-awareness. Emotional contagion is a thing. Mirror neurons, perhaps. So you're picking something up without really realizing it consciously. So you have to do the press, pause, stop, detective mindset in order to just pull yourself back up and stop yourself falling down that rather ghastly self-doubt spiral. Want to know more about staying unsquashed? Then head over to more resources at trishalewis.com and while you're there, sign up for the fortnightly email unsquashed. For now, until our next forensic investigation, stay curious and don't forget to show up to share.